Hey, everybody, welcome back. We're back. Episode We're back. five. Um, I want to shout out everybody that's been listening. It's been an amazing trip so far. And we are here, episode five. Uh, last week we talked about some stuff and I think we're still going to talk about it you know there's people shooting people because they had a bad day Fuck. and then in Colorado people are having more bad days yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't hear about that one yet and I'm glad you uh, brought it up yeah, I'm your host, Just One. Welcome back to While You're Sleeping. Uh, my co-host, Cedric Seneca. Let's get. He is back. Welcome back. It's kind of a short week. The month of the month of March is already almost over. I think that's how it's been going for every month, though. You know, don't you feel like that? It's just been like zooming by. You know, we we were. We were in the beginning of it. We were like, oh, shit, this, when is it going to end? But fuck, a whole year passed by. I know. And now we're here in April. It's about to be Easter. Easter's. No no picnic, though. Man. It's cool. <laughs> I don't want to drive that far. Yeah, what are we going to do? Want to hang out? Yeah. You know what's crazy? The last, the last Easter we had to spend, you know, confined so that's what we're probably going to do again i mean we have a big backyard and we're just going to let costco ham you know oh easter egg hunt yeah do you still do that i guess he does i i don't know it's like i want to throw him a c-note and just be like dude you're too old for this shit well what's the like did i mean he believes in santa though right i mean yeah why wouldn't he no, I don't know. I'm just asking because some kids, you know, they got the internet. They probably Google that shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm keeping that going as long as I can. Right, but actually, okay. you know, but I wouldn't be too mad if he found out that I fucking have been the one. You know. <laughs> oh. But I gotta be careful what I say because sometimes me and Tiff listen to this with Costin. So. Oh really? So Santa's definitely real. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know. What about the Easter Bunny? I don't even know if he cares. Yeah, what what is Easter to him? It's not really anything because he hasn't done the whole catechism thing, so he doesn't really, you know, neither do I. I don't fucking care. Like, you know, the Easter was <laughs> Easter was just some some event that I can see my cousins, you know what I'm saying? I didn't care what the holiday was as long as I got to see y'all, you know what I mean? Like, I'd kick it. Like, I didn't care. Yeah, that's for sure. It's all the same. Yeah, Do they still have the Easter Bunny at the mall during this time? I believe so. The last time, you know, Costin took a picture with the Easter Bunny, I think we were in Maui at the time. Oh, and it, okay. I think he was like five. But, like. It was cool to do it just because we were in Hawaii, but we're not going to go to Southland and take a picture with the Easter Bunny. Dude, I went to Southland the other day. Yeah, did you wear your vest? You're bulletproof? My gosh. Okay, so Southland, it's like just empty as fuck in there. Like, 
There's literally nothing in the middle. There's no little kiosks of like crap in the middle whatsoever at all. It's crazy to see stores like close during business hours. Yeah, it's it's actually quite eerie. It looks like a scene from like Vice City or like a zombie movie. Have you ever watched the the show with Rick McCrank? on vice the malls of america type of thing yeah, where yeah he goes to the abandoned ones and just skates in them it's all abandoned but he also has like a cool backstory of what this mall was he has like a former employee of that mall like take him around and oh this is where we used to smoke meth and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i really wish that show was still around but yeah that show was pretty dope yeah southland looks like it's it's on the way to be on that show do you dare go try try your look at, at Bayfair? <laughs> so I did go maybe like 20, to Bayfair? 20, 20, 2019. Get the fuck out of here. Late For what? Because there were a couple like pickups that I had copped over there, like shoe wise. I mean, that's all Southland. That's all the East Bay malls are is a big shoe release, you know. What was that super nostalgic store? That's Oxford Street. Oxford Street and Giorgio's. Yeah, and Giorgio's. I went to both of those spots and they had some gems in there. I bet. I think I picked up like I forgot what it was, but I picked up a couple pairs of kicks that were like Oh, I got Rockefeller Air Force Ones there. Damn. Yeah. That's a come up. And it was like fucking, yeah, it was just so cool. You know who I saw last time I went to Bayfair? What year is this? Okay, maybe not the very last, but one of the last times I went, it was probably like 2000, I don't know, 10? Uh, okay, yeah, that's a long time ago. I be But between then, I probably went there like once or twice. Right. But I saw fucking Chingo Bling. Was the he, first Mexican to ride the yellow bus. Was he, did he sell you tamales? No, but he was like super iced out and he was like walking. You know when people get a grill and they just start like shun, like smiling, yeah, walking yeah, around. He had a cowboy hat on and boots and he was by himself. I'm like, but what the fuck? Are you sure it was him? It was, I, I know Chingo, okay? <laughs> Zach used to cut his hair. I wonder what's up with Chingo Bling now. I I don't really care. But... I I really care for some reason. <laughs> you gotta look it up. Look at all right. I'm gonna look at his Instagram. See if Chingo Chingo Bling Chingo Bling with a whopping two hundred and eighteen thousand followers. Red Tamale. Oh, dude, Red Pill Tamales podcast. We gotta listen to this dude's podcast, bud. Oh my god! Get on his podcast. We have to have him on our podcast. Yes, definitely. This is amazing. Okay. How did you find that so fast? I'm I'm married to the 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 most experienced private investigator. Do you follow him? No, I don't. <laughs> oh man, see, he's all about the tamales still. Red pill tamales. He looks older. He looks a little bit more mature. Yeah, he looks like he's like doing the family thing. Cool. I see a picture of him shaking Donald Trump's hand. He doesn't look as like hyphy. 
Yeah, it's probably because he lost his hair. He's got kids. That'll do it. Yeah, he looks happy. I wonder how many of this 218,000 followers were bought. Okay, so this is so random, but why was he popping? Did he have a track with somebody? The first Mexican to ride the yellow bus. I know, but was it a song? Yeah. Oh, that was a, a lyric in this in in a song. I forgot. I don't. I don't. You know, this is as much as I love Chingo Bling. I, I don't want to waste time on our podcast. Yeah, we're way off topic here. Yeah. So Asian hate. Shout out Chingo Bling. You can't go into Asian hate after talking about Chingo Bling. <laughs> we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that, dude. It's hell okay. how. Chingo bling. Do you oh, okay. Wait. So I have a question uh, in regards, real quick, to the, the that Colorado shooting. Okay. Do you remember that kid that went viral? The fucking today I got time. Cause yeah, 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 yeah. I saw somewhere on Instagram they said that the that kid that got famous off of that went viral. He was murdered in Colorado, like recently. Was I wonder if that had to, if he was at that store? Probably not, but you know that would be a crazy coincidence if it was. It's just crazy that how like all these like mass shooter dudes, they're all starting to you know look the same, young, and white. Yeah, that's that's a it's a trend mm. going around here, and somehow. Another- Another popular trend and and uh, coincidence maybe is that none of them die after they just yeah. get arrested. Yeah. Mm. Oh man! Oh, you know what, dude? Mm. I don't think this guy was white. What was he? Oh, yeah, he wasn't. Where is he? Uh, he sounds like, a, you know, of an Arab descent. Oh, so now it's ISIS, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's crazy. But another mass shooting, though. Yeah. It's horrible. It doesn't matter what race he is, but it does. But still. How many people have had passed uh, from this one? Ten. Golly. Bringing the body count up to, what, 18 on a mass shooting? Shit, man. Yeah. Tired of hearing about this shit. It's so draining, like. Yeah, it is. How do you you tell your kids about this shit? You know? Yeah, I, I know. Like, are they scared to go to school? You know, things like it's, that. It's, it's a question of how much you want exposed to your kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you watch the news with your child? You know, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but some stuff we do, some stuff we don't. You know, some stuff we're like, you know, like any other parent would do if there's something gnarly on TV. Like, hey, go, don't look. Or like, fucking go in your room but like when the george floyd thing happened I, we had him watch you know we had to have him watch 
you know, what we had to kind of explain, you know, we were put in a position where we had to explain what bigotry was, you know, and just said, look, dude, there's going to be a time in your life where someone doesn't like you, you know? And he's like, why? He's like, just because the way you look, because your hair is blonde or because your eyes are slanted or because you have cool shoes on or, you know, you don't have cool shoes on or whatever. They're going to not like you for no good reason he's like but i didn't do anything like that's the way the world is so you're gonna have to prepare yourself you know what i mean for for that situation you, i'm not gonna make him oblivious to it you know that that wouldn't be helping him out at all you know and i think that's some that's that's the case in a lot of a lot of families where you know they try to protect their kids so much they they end up being oblivious to it instead of preparing for it you know and i think that hurts him more so in the in the long run you know yeah for sure yeah you i mean there's only so much you know you could shelter your kids from but you know they need to learn the harsh realities of the world right now yeah i mean like and also we're we're learning how to do it too like our parents didn't teach us how to you know, teach our kids about that. You know what I mean? They were learning how to teach us about that, you know, too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Parenting yeah. is rough nowadays. <laughs> you think it's harder now? Absolutely. Why? And the reason why I think so and know so is because my mom, my parents have said, man, dude, this it's crazy to to be a parent nowadays like they're like i feel sorry for you, you know it's, one it's so hard to to fucking afford a home especially where we live you know what i mean like how do you if, if you want to do it in that order you know what i mean like get a home and start a family and this and that you know what i mean like how can you how can you start a family without having a home you know so you know, it's just so hard nowadays, you know, that we have this like platform that we're supposed to follow, you know, becoming an adult as far as like going to college, graduating, getting a job, this and that, this and that, have kids, raise them, you know what I mean? But our parents didn't, didn't do a lot of that shit. Mm -hmm. So they can't really, you know, we're all shooting from the hip, really. <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry, poor choice of words. We're all winging it. Sorry. Episode five. It was a great Canceled. run. Once again, canceled. We did it. We still <laughs> five under our belt. Woo woo. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I totally could see that. I think the pressures of living in the Bay Area are far more crazier financially. Yeah. yeah. We're stressed out and we don't even know we're stressed out because we're so used to having to to hustle and to make shit happen. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't we don't the people like in middle like middle America where the, it costs fucking pennies to fucking, you know, buy a house, they're not worrying about the same shit we are. You know what I'm saying? Like they our our six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar houses are gonna are gonna buy you a mansion out there. You know what I'm saying? I saw an apartment out here sell for fucking like five, six hundred grand. Mm -hmm. A two-bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Preach. 
It's just crazy, but but I mean, it is what it is, and we love being here. You know, some people are moving out. You know, I mean, if you had to move out, minus Hawaii, where would you go? Uh, I mean, there's a few places. When me and Tiffany first got together, you know, and we talked about, you know, would we move anywhere else? My answers was either Hawaii or Vegas. Minus Hawaii. I know. Listen, stupid. I said my Hawaii or Vegas. She said Hawaii or L.A. And I said, well, I'm not moving to, you know, L.A. And she said, well, I'm not moving to Vegas. So it always was Hawaii. But when I think about it now, because Hawaii is so similar to the Bay Area as far as cost of living, I would probably still want to go to Vegas. But I'm not I'm not close to Southern California, like like San Diego or even like Anaheim, Long Beach area. Yeah. I like San Diego. It's hell expensive though. Is it as expensive as the Bay Area? It's 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 right up there. Okay. You know, unless you want to live in like Santo Padre. Or San Isidro. You know where Santo Padre is at? Yeah, dude. Do you watch Mayans? <laughs> Do you watch Mayans? <laughs> so I I'm moving to San Andreas. We're going to move to Charmy. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, well, so yeah, on the bright side of things, though, I mean, a lot of people have donated money towards the victims, families of all these mass shootings and stuff like that. Yeah, that's dope to see. That's really dope. Which is all cool. Yeah. Yeah. So the the one lady she got one of the ladies from the Atlanta shooting got a little over two million in like under a day or so. Jesus. Which is amazing. She was she one of the ones that had passed or that got injured? No, passed. Oh man, so that good I mean, it doesn't bring her back, but that's that's amazing for her family. Yeah, sure. no, super amazing. Sure, they would rather have their sister, mom, cousin, whatever, but that shit helps for sure. No, definitely. And then the lady, the lady in San Francisco who was able to fight back, made nine hundred thousand or so. Yeah. And with that money, she actually redonated over to the AAPI. Which, which stands for? I believe it's Asian American Pacific Islander. Okay. I believe so. So, I mean, you know, like financially, you know, people are getting involved, which is great. I mean, that's the only way a lot of people can with the restrictions of being, you know, semi-lockdown, I guess, you know. COVID's over, bro. It is. Get vaccinated and it'll be all over. Time to mobilize. Let's get on it. I'm going to Miami. Dude, Miami. Have you seen that footy, bro? Oh, my God. They had to to put a curfew back on them because folks was wilding. Yeah, I saw it. And it's crazy. 
They started shooting them with like those little beanbag bullets too. <laughs> yeah, it's like they literally took over the streets out there. Yeah, and it, I guarantee you, like a good percentage of that, those people weren't from Miami. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> it's crazy because you figure that, like, you know, no masks. We're just out here. We're enjoying ourselves. Because last year they didn't have a spring break, so. It's only an excuse to just go as big as you possibly can. Some people did. Yeah. And they did, right? And then they're the same people that are out there again. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so imagine having a child in 2020 that's 18 years old. And he's like, Pops, I'm just going to sleep over at my friend's house. And you see him on the news in Miami. He or she walling out. Locks are changed. Dang. I'm going to do what my dad would have done. Because my dad don't play that shit. You already know. Ruben don't play that. And he would have been like, Psh. I would have told him to arrest your ass. And that's, that's <laughs> I've, heard, I, I've heard that before. Got it. <laughs> Tough, love. Tough love's happening. Locking me out the house. <laughs> For real. Welcome Damn. back, Scoop. You want to? You, you were able to make it out there on your own. You can make it back here. You're good. Yeah, that would be a hard one, though. Definitely. Hell no, nah, dude. Oh man, that that oh, would either yeah, that would be it. It would definitely it would suck. But I mean, yeah, you have to do what you have to do. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's crazy though. Yeah, Florida looks crazy. Florida always looks crazy. It's been crazy since the pandemic started, bro, and it hasn't uh, it hasn't lightened at all. You know, because I've been to like some of those places in Miami pre-pandemic, and they were already crazy. Yeah. Now add the fact that like the craziest people are out there, <laughs> and like with very like limited like inhibitions and just want to wild the fuck out because they just feel like they're just trapped. I can only imagine how crazy it is. It's lit. It's very lit. Well, you know, so I've seen, I'm seeing a lot of people on um, social media, you know, starting to announce that, you know, clubs are opening back up, starting. Man, look at you getting all giddy. Yeah. I've seen many announcements of people just, Ready to go. I actually had conversations with club owners talking about. Let's get it. What 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 you got left in the tank? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's let's talk. You know, I got a lot left. It's just I put this vehicle on non-op for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there's so, a lot left. So yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have these conversations in the next couple of weeks, and we'll see what happens. We'll see what kind of outdoor outdoor venue you got for us. No, indoor. That's no. what we're talking about. No. <laughs> outdoor. Yeah, they're talking they're talking indoor, bro. Well, I mean, you know, it's 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 we're 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 stepping our foot in spring, so so per regulations of California. They're going to be opening bars at like 25% inside. 
No. So, it's happening. He wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's happening, bro. Whether you like it or not. Also, they announced that on Halloween weekend, Outside Lands is happening. Is it really? Whether you like it or not. Holy fuck. uh, The bill consists of a hometown hero, Kalani. And that. And that's all I remember. (laughs) Damn. Oh, Tame Impala, Lizzo. Damn. The Strokes, Tyler the Creator. Are they wearing hazmats or what? I don't know. J Balvin, Young Thug. Oh, you're reading this. Okay. Yeah. You're going off the dome. Who else would you know? Do you know who Karambamungabin is? Yeah, dude. You never heard of Karambamungabin? They're hella tight, dude. Is, is BTS going to be there? BTS isn't going to be there. It's no. Um, they're not. But. Uh, is Danny Boy O'Connor going to be there? Rex Life Raj. Another Bay Area guy. So, Danny Boy O'Connor. Who's that? What? Who's that? The only, the only Danny Boy I know is on death row. Damn. Rest in peace, Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy O'Connor, dude. He's not dead. I know. I'm just I kidding. I was talking about the Danny Boy that you were talking about that's on death row. Oh, that one's dead? I don't know. You said he's going to go on death row. You usually die after you're on death oh, row. Oh, like death row records. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> we are just one. Two different wavelengths today. <laughs> Is this too late? Danny Boy O'Connor, dude. Danny, okay. So, I mean, just to the listeners, like, every week we have, like, a little chain. And we just say, hey, go watch this or go watch that. So what? Uh, this week we watched Punky Brewster. Kid 90. And Punky Brewster was connected with Harold Hunter, <laughs> Justin Pierce, a.k.a. What was his name? Why am I drawing a blank? Casper. Casper. Yeah. From kids. She was hanging out with House of Pain. Charlie Sheen then took her virginity. Sidekicks was a sidekick's name, homie that from Sidekicks that died. Jonathan Brandis. Dude. Also was in the famed and one of my favorites, Ladybugs. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking watch that movie this weekend, dude. That's one of my favorite movies, bro. Let's go. Um, um, what else, dude? But she was oh. connected, dude. Yeah, she was the it. She was the it chick. Oh, Mike Rappaport when he was youngin' and gunning. Um. So, I mean, for everybody that doesn't know the premise, in the nineties, she had the I don't know. She just decided to record everything and keep it, which is. Like, amazing, because seeing some of that footage is like, holy shit. Like, I'm sure that if she put out the one that she didn't want nobody to see, it'd probably be lit. Dude, and it it was dope to see the people 
that were surrounded by her that were surrounding her in in those in those days of like punky Brewster and stuff in her teenage years you know that that are pretty well-known actors you know today and they were watching this footage and you see like tears come into their eyes and like oh my god dude we we're like this was our this was our youth this was this is how we started and like it's crazy how they made it there where they are today because a lot of them were like strung out too you know what yeah. i'm saying like, strung yeah. out and these kids was kids yeah, and like David Arquette was like, "Oh yeah, you go get the coke from this dude, and then you go get the coke from this dude." And it was all good. It was cuts. So man, that you guys, if you are, if you were born in the eighties, please go watch, or and maybe late seventies, but eighty, yeah. okay, and then eighties for sure. If you're born in the eighties, watch that documentary. You have to have Hulu, Kid Ninety, and that 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 shit. You will not be able to take your eyes off of that doc because it's just you remember you remember what you were doing when you were watching these and idolizing these 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 actors and actresses. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's crazy. Like she was at the pivotal moments of like West Coast and East Coast. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. Like emerging scenes of like okay, West Coast. West Coast, early Hollywood, you know, everybody's ODing, everybody's killing themselves. And then New York, the fucking, like, where was she at? She was in Queens, right? Yeah, and then she just went to the Mecca of skateboarding at the time. Yeah, she hung out with some heavy hitters out there. Yeah, so it's crazy to see, you know? I would have loved to see some footage of her in, like, Frisco. That would have been yeah, cool. That would have been great. But, I mean, there wasn't really a scene for her in Frisco. Yeah, she could have been, like, at Embarcadero or something. Yeah, but, I mean, that was just, she didn't choose those skateboarders, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was cool, though. I mean, it's really cool how she touched so many people. And then she had diary like just diaries, just of everything from like thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty, and and a lot of just hella documentation, you know, of her whole life. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, it makes me want to carry a camcorder around. You do. It's called an iPhone. I know, but I don't just like record us doing stupid stuff, though. You do. It's called while you were sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, maybe like film one. So maybe we got to work on that. Yeah. You just go on your Instagram. We do this every day. It's just a different form. Yeah. I guess. You know, you know, it's, it's not, it's really not because, you know, that was, she was reading and airing out her personal diaries, you know, talking about how she was like sexually, not molested, sexually forced to, you know, or yeah. Like, her sexual experiences when she was a kid and stuff. And, like, you know, we're not airing that shit out on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it was it was dope to kind of see somebody that we grew up watching kind of go to that level of uncomfort, you know, with her with her fan base. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I wonder what it was. Cause I mean, we were too young to, like, be in the scene like that you know like we were like babies yeah 
But like the way that it looked, looked, looked out, crazy. It looked out of control. It looked lit. Yeah. Before lit. lit was lit, and a good point that she, her, and her crew brought up was like, "Yo, we didn't have no fucking social media. Yeah, you know, we weren't being lit to show we was being lit." We was being lit because we was fucking lit. I know. You know, that's amazing. You know, because a lot of this shit nowadays that's getting, you know, put up on Instagram and social media, it's it's for that. You know what I mean? They're not doing it because that's who they are. They're doing that because that's who they want you to think they are, you know? They're doing it for the gram. They're doing it for the greasy, not to be greasy. Oh, I... Yeah, I was like on documentaries all day on Sunday. Um, yeah. The college scandal, did you see that, right? That one's fucking a trip because I saw a little bit of a little bit with the whole Aunt Becky shit, you know what I mean? But she was just a fraction of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that fool, what was his name, Rick Singer? Mm-hmm. My man was he was doing it like they the the point that I got ac- that got across to me was that homie wasn't really doing it to really I mean yeah at the end of the day I'm sure he got paid hella dough but like he wasn't doing it because he like I don't know it was weird he didn't ha- there was like no end game for him you know what I mean there wasn't no end goal it was just like this is what he did like this is who the fuck he was. You know, he liked to, he was a manipulator and he liked to manipulate people, you know? Yeah, like it just seemed like he was just like running in, in a hamster wheel and like that was just what got him, you know, up in the morning. Yes. Was for him to just like, you know, sell and finesse. And it's fucked up because like he's chilling while like that, that little teacher, or no, the sailing guy. The sailing coach, yeah. The sailing coach just got straight. He was totally manipulated, dude. He was like super, like pretty airheaded about it, you know. And I guess that's a little bit his fault for being so naive. A little backstory for the listeners that you know haven't seen or heard of that story. Rick Singer was a supposed college coach where he helped in in. You know, he helped. He helped uh, parents get their kids into Ivy League schools. No, whatever school they wanted. Really. Well, whatever school they wanted, when they really didn't deserve to go to the school, yeah. and they went to a certain lengths as far as like saying, "Oh, he is a really good uh, volleyball player, and he never played volleyball." They would go as far as like photoshopping their faces onto you know, volleyball players or like in that, that, that kid that posed for the polo as a polo player, like he, he was just in his swimming in his backyard and shit. Like that shit was amazing, dude. And it's, it's crazy. Cause they said, you know, they were talking about how kids really consume themselves of getting into that specific college that they wanted to go to. And they're not getting in because of that shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Aunt Becky is married to, is that Massimo, like the clothing brand? That's what I was thinking. I, I don't I don't know for sure, but that's what I'm thinking. You know, where like basically they're just playing with 
different money in a different league, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the world is at their fingertips, you know? I mean, they, they got charged with pretty gnarly charges as far as I can see. And at the end of the movie, they showed these people that were involved and what they got charged with and what they were sentenced to. And that shit tripped me the fuck out because these fools were going to jail for like three weeks, three months. You know, when I know people personally that went to jail for like fucking having some trees on them for like a couple years or some shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like, damn. No, definitely. You got dough, your cuts, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it seemed like Aunt Becky's kid was, like, well on her way. They could have just let her do the little, like, fashion makeup tutorials on yeah. YouTube. And she would have been good. But, but it, I mean, what they said was, you know, a lot of these parents, these rich parents, a lot of them didn't get to finish college and, and do this and that. So they were really just living through their kids like okay i didn't get i didn't get into fucking yale but with my daughter i'm getting into yale you know what i mean and it's it, it's it just it showed that you know having a lot of shit is not enough like having your mansion and the cars that you want and the money that you got is never enough you know you gotta fucking you know go the extra mile and do all this dumb shit to get your kid into a college they don't deserve to go to. Yeah. I, I heard Aunt Becky's daughter hella hates her, though. Because of the whole thing. So it, this is what happens with this whole fucking, you know, with this whole rich shit. It's never enough. Yeah, it isn't. You know, it's never enough. And there's never any consequences. You know? crazy so now you know these people went to like straight baby baby jails for like four or five days i do feel bad for the sailing coach though yeah i mean again he just got finessed and then stanford was like "Mm, i'm cool i don't know you sorry I mean, at the end of the day, he was just a coach, you know, yeah. like he wasn't like a professor or anything. But even if it was a professor or something, you know what I mean? I feel like they would do the same shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, so now he's like, you know, kind of got thrown to the wolves. Yeah. You know, he was in the middle. Well, my man, Rick Singer, still riding Porsche Cayenne. Working out in his freedom, and all those cases are gonna get drawn out forever. Well, he got dough in other countries. I mean, like, you know, he got accounts everywhere. I'm sure he got dough. Yeah, unfortunate. Great story though. It was. You know. Did um, you? I know it's kind of the movie or the documentary. The last blockbuster was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, it was just kind of like, I don't know. I wanted to hear more about the business. And they were just like more concerned with like. The last one. 
Yeah, the last one and how these people were like saying their family and like Sandy. All that. I mean, I get it, you know, like it's cool that Sorry. they were like all about Yeah. All about uh Blockbuster. But at the same time it was just like, okay, well, what else? You know, like what are the inner workings behind it? I think what the doc- that documentary did for me was really made me just reminisce, you know, about my family nights and going across the street to Blockbuster, seeing you in your awesome blue shirt, you know? Yeah. Having you steal, steal stuff for me. Yeah. I mean, it was great. It was, it was a great job. Okay, so, like, to put in perspective... I was getting like six fifty an hour over there, and I think the minimum wage at the time was like four, four and a four fifty maybe. Okay, you were eating. So I was getting two dollars over the minimum wage. Yeah, blood. You and Terry were balling, blood. And then, and on top of that, you get five free rentals. Let's go. You know, and like it was just it was easy peasy. Yeah. And it was down the street from your fucking house, pretty much. Yeah, you know, and then, like, just hella, like, scams. They're just pulling hella scams. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, when you were, you, how old were you when you were working there? Like, 16? Yeah, it was my first job ever. Second job. And then <laughs> when I when I would go over there with my boys or, like, with my parents or whatever, I'd be like, fuck, dude, I want to work here, dude. <laughs> when, when I get of age, I want to work here. And you know, then Planet Hollywood, everything started closing. Wait, you worked at Planet Hollywood? No, no. Planet Hollywood, Hollywood Video. Hollywood Video. Whatever. Planet Hollywood is a place where you had fun nights at. I don't remember. Vegas. I don't remember anything. Blockbuster was the jug, though. It was. And then they had CDs too that they would never put out. So I would just take them and then just. Really- I think you. They didn't put them out because you took them. <laughs> I remember that like our ma- my manager was hella cool with me because I think I gave him like a baseball card or something. And then he would always give me the four to eight shift. So yeah. I would just work every day four to eight. And then- yeah, you used to work for Terry? Nah, Terry was like, he wasn't. Hey, careful. Come on, man. <laughs> was that, would you say. That was your favorite retail job, and if not, what was your favorite retail job? Yeah, that was my favorite retail job. Better than Franklin Covey and oh yeah, for sure. Ron Tees, a hundred percent, bro. All right, because you could reap so many benefits, dude. My favorite was my job at Copeland Sports. Yeah, because it's shoes. Well, no, I ran the skate. Remember, I ran the skate yeah. shop. Yeah, so so much fun, dude. Do you want to run another skate shop, bro? I mean, you know, I always had with with my crew that I skate with. We've always talked about like opening a shop. You know what I mean? Or like having a double building or a double storefront that's next to each other that kind of involves my barber shop, and then they would do the skate side of it. You know what I mean? And then having a big ass warehouse in the back where we have our little fucking skate fantasy factory type of shit <laughs> you know that's when we get that rick singer money though yeah you gotta get that rick singer money huh 
Fuck. That'd be awesome, though. But yeah, I mean, Blockbuster, bro. <clears throat> dude. Man. It was, it, dude, it was dope. And my dad, I remember my dad would say, fucking, hey, you return those movies that you begged me to fucking get. And if the, if I have to pay a late fee, and I'll know when I ha- when I read another movie, if I have to pay a late fee and you didn't return them on time, you're gonna pay me back, and I'm not getting shit for you ever again. Damn, the late fees were the were crushed though. They were, but the thing was is like you get what, on average, when you went into Blockbuster and got your vis, you went there and you got your movies. You wouldn't go with home with one movie. You would go with what three to five movies, right? Yeah, for sure. And then it would say, okay, this one's due on Friday next week. This one's due. You can keep this one till Monday for three weeks. This one is, you know, is always different. And then they would say, like, how the fuck am I supposed to remember that? Oh, it's on the receipt. But every time you get the receipt, you fucking just crumple it up and throw that thing away, you know? Yeah, like making hand over fist money because a lot of times. Nobody's returning it or they're keeping it longer. And on top of that, so, you know, I would do the transactions and like each transaction is at least like 30 to 40 bucks because you're grabbing candy, you're grabbing sodas, popcorn, everything, popcorn, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You're grabbing all these little knickknacks on top of getting the three to five movies. And yeah. I remember I think the like the older shits maybe like a buck ninety nine and then like newer stuff's like three something. Yeah. But people would have late fees of like twelve, fifteen bucks on average, you know? Yeah. At yeah. that point it's just like fucking keep this shit. Yeah, for real. For sure. My I think my favorite part of the documentary was the end when they had all the, the all the actors talk about the movie or the talk about blockbuster during the whole documentary and they gifted them the documentary in form of VHS in the blockbuster cover. And they're like, dude, this is crazy. Like, just Oh, the- is that what that was? Yeah. That shit was tight. Oh, and, I mean, I mean, and it's like seven ninety nine on it. And just, yeah, it was pretty dope. And actually a couple of them actually worked at a blockbuster, you know, they're like, this is how I, found my love of movies and eventually wanted to be in movies, you know? No, for sure. There was a lot of movie buffs that would, like, you know, stay there. I'm surprised I didn't work there because I am a movie buff. But I didn't need to work there. I didn't need to work there because you were there. Yeah. I don't even know why I quit. Didn't you get robbed? No. (laughs) What the hell? I, what about oh, another thing too, which is super cuts, was that if you were under eighteen, you couldn't work past ten. So like I was like <laughs> in the clear all the time. Like oh no, I got a cut. What time did it close? It closed at like midnight, and then like really, yeah, it closed at midnight, and then if you were, you know, if you closed, it took like an hour or two after, so you weren't getting out to like one or two in the morning. So every now and then, like, I think this was like early in my 16, when I like just turned 16, and my parents were kind of, you know, tripping off of like coming home late. Like, I would tell them like, oh, I got to work tonight yeah. till, till midnight. 
And then I'd be like, oh, I got to come home late because, you know, I got to close and shit. Mm-hmm. Goddamn liar. Take that and bother. What was your What was your worst part of the job? What was the worst part of the job? Was it going into the return box and seeing everything that needed to be put back on the shelves? No, that's pretty easy. Worst part of the job? I don't know, honestly. I kind of like would always like finesse my way. You did. I don't know what the worst part of. Yeah, maybe return turning. There was one point where like you had to rewind movies, but that wasn't like all the time though. Was there a rewind fee if you didn't rewind the movie? They had that, but then they had to get rid of it because it was too crucial. And then. You know, I'm there kind of when DVD started to happen too. So yeah, you know what's crazy is that our kids are never gonna know what we had to go through to rent a movie. They're like, they're gonna be like, "Well, can't you? It's not on Netflix, or it's not on Hulu, or it's not on. You can't. There has to be something on. We like it's so accessible nowadays. You know what I mean? There's that we didn't. They didn't have to wait. They don't have to wait. We had to wait. Like you know, look actually go to blockbuster and see what the date said oh this one comes out on fucking april 14th you know yeah or not only that like just even getting your parents to bring you to blockbuster and then it used to be popping like friday night an hour you would it would take an hour there you yeah. know yeah even if it had anything too yeah dude they will never know the blockbuster or sam goody no Rasputin's never sad. Does like, I mean, does Costin like you know have like music that he likes? Yeah, it's all, all the shit that we listen to, but it's he has his like own playlist on Spotify. Mm. Nice. It's kind of crazy. I want to get. I mean, it sucks because my my record player is at at the shop, but like. You know, I wanted to see the joy of like fucking putting a record on. You know, that's it's pretty nostalgic. You know that he's never gonna really appreciate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, he doesn't even have the the thing about like you know actually owning a CD because it's just at his fingertips. Yeah, I mean. Can you imagine, like, you remember having the books and boxes full of cassette tapes and fucking CDs, you know? I actually, I weirdly, I have a tape player, a cassette tape player still in my MDX for some weird reason. And I'm trying to find, like, old cassette tapes just to fucking hear that weird sound, you know? <laughs> it's pretty yeah. tight. I don't want to use it. Yeah, I don't have no cassettes though. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna buy you one. It is, you know, another thing that they won't really get to experience is having a, a Walkman and the Discman and shit. You know what I mean? Like we fucking had that shit. Yeah, they're not riding our bikes with Discman. They get they get to they get to people get to jog now with their fucking iPads and iPods and you know Airbuds. We had you know how much gear we had. 
<laughs> on us. It's like we were fucking walking like Marines with 45 pounds on our back. Yeah, you had a whole fucking backpack filled with crap. Just you know, crap. All this crap. But anyways, yeah. Blockbuster. Block- cool. Last Blockbuster. Cool. Whatever. You don't have to watch it. Yeah, good job. Yeah, it's all right. I wouldn't watch it again. Again, I just felt like they missed the mark of like, you know, talking about the whole business aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the Blockbuster mom. Sandy. But yeah, I don't know. But that was it. It's been like a kind of a fast week. It has been. And and so we... Saweetie broke up with Quavo. Damn, homie repoter the Bentley. I thought that was As pretty he cool. As he should. Yeah, I don't know. I guess if you ask a girl or a guy, they'll tell you two different fucking outlooks. But, you know, Team Quavo. Damn, I like Saweetie. I do too. But Team Quavo. He was he was cheating. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. But whatever. I don't know. What what do you got going on for this weekend? Or what do we have got going on for this weekend? Supposedly painting. Oh no, you're good. You don't have to do that anymore. Why? Tiff's gonna help me and Costin. They're really excited. Oh, well, family go... projects. Oh, well then. So the person that wasn't excited gets to bow out. No, I was really ready to help you. It's cool. I'll 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 save that favor for another day. Great. UFC fight. Let's look, get together and watch the UFC fight this weekend. Okay. Who's fighting this weekend? It's a pretty big card. I think the main event is the heavyweight Stipe versus Francis Ngannou. Uh, but they got a lot of really good undercards, so it should be really good. Okay. I'm going to New York next week. Are you? Mm-hmm. For what? Just hang out. All right. All right. No, actually, you know what it is? I haven't had a... Cheesecake? No. Well, that too, but <laughs> I haven't had a honeymoon yet. All right. So we're going to New York. Tight. Yeah, for like three days, four days. Making babies. Should be fun. Sick. Well, fucking dickhead. All right. Well, that's another. That concludes episode five. Thanks for listening. Thank, thank you, winner, winner. Yes. Shout out to Totos. You know, I haven't had Totos in a couple months, so we definitely need to go check that out. Or we can have Beery and have both. Ooh, maybe this weekend. That sounds like a fucking plan. And a shout out Dub's Garden. Ooh, I'm getting tattooed on Sunday. Shout out Gold Star Tattoo, Matt on, and the crew. Yeah, definitely go check that guy out. So appreciate y'all. Another edition while you were sleeping. And I'm about to go to sleep.
I'm your host, Plus One, Cedric Seneca. We out. Peace. Peace.